Warning! This program is not suitable for underage listeners because two idiots decided to use continuously explicit language. That's been said, dear parents, lock your children outside the room that you are listening to our lovely show and enjoy our stupidity. Also, in every episode we're going to try to improve our sound quality and stupidity. That's been said, enjoy. Stay tuned or be doomed. Welcome to Metal Waveform. Hello everybody and welcome to Metal Brainform. I am your host, Will Thunderhead, and with me today, as always, I have Daru Metal. How are you doing, Daru? Oh man, it's been a week, but uh, it wasn't actually so bad. Uh, but definitely involved a lot of uh, drinks. <laughs> yeah, I saw something the, on uh, Facebook that uh, it looked like you had a fun time. If it was yesterday yeah, the, or the day before, I don't know. Uh, yesterday I also have a great time, but uh, Friday, because uh, we are uh, recording uh, this episode at uh, Sunday. But Friday, man, I I met so many people that uh, I didn't met for like years, like two, three years, something like this. Basically, it was uh, the feeling like Copperfield before it uh, became a shithole at Coop uh, Freakmangel. Now they came and uh, we have a fun, man. Yeah, I saw a bunch of familiar faces, so that looked really fun. I mean, um, I mean, for for me too. That wasn't I wasn't there, obviously, but I saw a lot of faces that I haven't probably seen in well, fucking more than a year, probably because I haven't lived in the Stockholm area for around uh, a year now, almost. So, uh, no, I think it's more than a year. Well, I mean like one year one month whatever so basically uh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know why i thought it. it was almost two years man oh, well uh, it was the end of august so i guess you know um it's kind of like a little bit more than a year but you know a month here or there who, who gives a shit really yeah so um but basically yeah fuck man it's uh almost a year uh, when uh, we met uh when we met uh, each other for the last time it uh, was uh, at uh, Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Uh, it was New Year's. No. Or, or, it or are we talking about like the the first? What are you talking about? No, no, no. The last time. The last time we met. Oh. Um. It was it was on Halloween last year. Was it really? Mhm. Mm I feel like we've. Uh, whatever, but uh, we will uh, definitely meet. In December, at least. Um, More on that yep. later. <laughs> we can. Uh, um, but I'm feeling like um, we should uh, get the show going. Get into the yep. subjects at hand. And um, well, let's see. Definitely, Sorry. definitely, I have a, a lot to say about one of the, of the subject tonight. So probably I'm going to go with the one album. <laughs> Well, that's good because uh, I have, uh, <laughs> I, I always do show prep, but uh, I don't really have too much to 
I mean, um, we'll get into it later, but but I think we'll uh, we can at least start out with uh, the picks of the week. I think. Okay. Start out with uh, that, and then we'll get into the subject. Um, and um, do you want to start out, or should I go along? I don't know. Uh, man, oh man! If I start, uh, probably I'm gonna take the almost the whole time to speak about that album. <laughs> so you can start. Okay, so <laughs> what's the idea? Have you picked out like a bad album for the pick of the week or a good? No, no, no. Because it's I, a good one. Uh, I, I send you, I send you my pick of the week, so it's okay. Okay, so you're you're going yeah. with that then? All right, that that, yep. that that's pretty good because both our picks will be somewhat related to one another in a way because um, <laughs> my pick of the week is uh, KK's Priest Sermons of the Sinner. It is. Uh, K.K. Downing's um, new effort, or uh, what? What you say? Uh, it's his new album from uh, the yeah with uh, Ripper. Yeah, Ripper Owens and uh, Les Binks on uh, drums. He was the drummer on Stained Class uh, Priest, and I, I think he yeah he was basically like late seventies drummer of Judas Priest, and he's amazingly good at what he's doing i mean it's kind of hard to believe <laughs> that he is uh, the one playing on that album but but it is and it's and, and i must say it's it's better than i expected because i think i heard a single of it a uh, couple of um uh, they released the first single a couple of months like two or three months ago yeah something like that i can't uh, find anything on uh on the uh, Metal Archives page because they're the only release they have is like their full-length album. But they released a single; it wasn't too impressive, I thought. But uh, then um, mm. I checked out the album because the album came out uh, uh, when we recorded. It came out first of October, so it's very fresh. And um, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, two days ago. Yeah, two days ago from the point of recording. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was surprised. Like I said, uh, the first single I heard, it sounded like something Accept stuff. I don't know, like new Accept, how they sound. But the uh, rest of this album was totally not that. And um, I, I certainly, you know, the, the thing is, w the the two records, I think they've released, Judas Priest has released like two records since uh, KK left the band. And... Uh, the problem with those records is that they're okay, but they are missing something. And now I know what they're missing. KK. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, because I heard, you know, when you hear the, the, the songs on the, the Sermons album, it's like, man, this is this is the thing that I've been missing from, you know, recent Priest albums, is this sort of songwriting, you know. It's like... Um, it's kind of crazy, really, but uh, I mean, he was a he was like a very important part of Judas Priest. I mean, he was like basically the only founding member that was left. Uh, and uh, Rob, but uh, Rob also has left the band for a couple of years. So yeah, but he wasn't a founding member. That's the thing. None of the guys were. Oh, I okay. mean, the only founding member of Judas Priest was KK, and that is oh, kind okay. of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of shitty when you think about it that he was let go uh, or how it was. I don't I don't really know whose fault it was that he let. But I think the thing was that KK wanted a break and the other guys didn't want the break. So that was like the 
I mean, a condensed story, basically. And a lot of people, I, I remember, I, I, I just want to get this out here because I remember a lot of people were like, when he, uh, when KK announced like KK's priest, people were like pissed off. Some, some people I knew were like pissed off and like, oh, he's such a whiny bitch for calling his band KK's priest. And it's like, well, I mean, priest was sort of like his band really. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but. But but see, it's uh, not uh, only KK that uh, is using uh, his uh, old band name with some additional uh, layers. For example, Oliver Dawson Saxon and uh, I forgot uh, which uh, founding member, uh, not founding member, but ex member of uh, Maiden also have some something with uh, Maiden related. Uh, really? Th and that? yeah, and also Venom Inc. Venomink and Tuntedi and whatever. I mean, I mean, the reason why these bands plop up is because you know, um, I mean, th there's obviously some sort of a disagreement between members of the band. That that's always the case. Yeah. That's always the case. So, and um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But I don't think I don't think KK is a, a whiny bitch for doing that. I think. I mean, that's the only thing he's known for is Judas Priest. So why not call himself like KK's Priest? I think it's very logical. And I mean, it's probably from a branding perspective, it's probably the best way to go. Because if he just call himself KK Downing Band, it would be like, okay, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, for, for the common for common people, they don't know. Like, I mean, maybe metal fans know who he is, but... the. The common people probably know like uh, Breaking the Wall and uh, Painkiller and some other uh, most famous, but uh, they don't uh, give a shit about history and uh, the members of the band. So who cares, basically? And yeah, if you if you go with some R name, then uh, KK Priest, it's gonna be uh, who the fuck, like you said. Yeah. Not for uh, not for our uh, not for us uh, the metalheads, but uh, definitely for the regular people. They they never even gonna think about to to check the band and whatever. Yeah, and uh, and and now he at least has. I mean, the band has been around for a while. I think since 2018 or something. Uh, 2019. I don't know, man. Uh, 2019, they have been around, and uh, they started out just you know playing Eurus um, Priest songs, you know, at clubs and shit. And I think that, uh, I mean, that's kind of cool in a way. But uh, and, I, and I think the coolest thing is at least that they try to make something new. I mean, a new album, which is n not bad at all. I really, I really enjoyed the new album. I think it's Yeah, because uh, Priest last album, I think uh, they released in 2018. Mm, fire, if I don't like myself. Firepower. Firepower. Yeah. And that was... Yep. You know, like I mentioned, it was missing something. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, this album, definitely comparing to some other albums, that is uh, from my favorite band, and I'm gonna go with this uh, later on the show when we when we go to a main subject. Yeah, because cause definitely I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Well, uh, well, I I don't really have anything more to add uh, about it. I think it's um, it was a fine record, and I look forward to seeing them live in the future, definitely. Because I mean, we have um, Mr. Ripper Owens on the vocals. Yeah, he's a fucking uh, machine, man. He's very hardworking guy, almost like uh, if you want someone from Pantera, he's 
always trying to stay busy doesn't matter if it's a Julius Priest or a uh, Isert or uh, Tweet Remus or uh, his uh, R band that is uh, basically Tim Owens Reaper. Yeah, I mean, he's. He always. Uh, he's. Uh, be- I think uh, since. Uh, since he grew with uh, his name at uh, Jewish Priest, he never have uh, like free year. Like to take a rest. He's always busy with some project and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. I mean, just look at his <laughs> fucking Metal Archives page here, and it's like uh, four active bands and like a million past things he's done. So, I mean, he's a hardworking dude. And uh, by the way, I actually saw the other day uh, um, uh, Razor Fist uploaded a video where he interviewed uh, Rip Rowan's. Oh, awesome. Uh, it, w- it was really good. I can recommend it, but I kind of hate to say it, but, you know, Tim Ripper, he <laughs> he sounds like this when he talks. I, I mean... It doesn't matter how it sounds I thought he was doing a bit because it sounded to me, I was like, no, that... He, I mean, is he, is he doing a funny or whatever? But he seriously talks like this. It's so weird because yeah, for- when I see him, when I've seen him live... He always, you know, does, you know, next song I'm gonna play is this, you know, and, you know, that kind of a voice. So, yeah, but uh, you know, man, uh, one uh, thing is on the stage, and uh, one thing is off stage. Like, for example, Alice Cooper, he have uh, two faces. One is Alice Cooper, and the other is uh, Vincent Vernier or whatever is his uh, real name. So definitely, that's a total different story. Yeah. <coughs> like again, I'm gonna compare. Uh, with Phil Anselmo, Phil Anselmo basically speaks like this, uh, uh, you know, man. Uh, but when he's on stage, he's basically like seeing Pantera or uh, Super Joy and Ritual, for example. But but he doesn't... I, I think he, he just sounds like a bassy dude, like, uh, talking like this. like. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> also he's uh, speaking very slow and whatnot, almost like a dying man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that is true, I guess. But uh, yeah. But it's uh, normal. Uh, so many years abusing with drugs, uh, and especially with the fucking heroin, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, um, that's what I had to say <laughs> about. Uh, but yeah, I recommend everyone to at least check it out once. I mean, there are probably some fe- people that are on the fence that don't wanna check out the new uh, KK's Priest album. But I say. Give it one shot at least, and if you don't like it, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't uh, hear the new KK Priest, or at least say new, but it's basically the first album. But I I heard uh, the first uh, single, and I like it honestly. It sounds good for me, so <clears throat> definitely I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. So talking about that, I think I am I am done with mine and uh, uh, yours. I've actually I actually checked it out right after you mentioned it. But I'm gonna let you do the talking about this one. So uh, go ahead. It's a band uh, like uh, like you say uh, almost uh, related uh, because again it's a former member of a big uh, new wave of British heavy metal. Uh, Not big, the biggest one. Yeah. New Wave of British Heavy Metal. And it, I speak about uh, Blaze Bailey, War Within Me. Man, 
Oh man, I listened this album uh, from uh, last Monday, I think. Yeah, it was pretty now, recent, least... right? I mean, let me check. No, no, no. I mean, uh, when I check it, because the album mm. uh, came out uh, in the beginning of the year, I think. In April, I uh, see. I totally missed it, uh, as a matter of fact. Mm. St- still is in the beginning of the year, because uh, first uh, I hear it uh, from... Uh, Camera Hangover uh, that uh, they recommended as a pick of the week, and I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, I'm gonna check it." And usually, I don't check the new stuff so often. But um, since I hear uh, your uh, solo episode about Maiden, I said, "Okay, I'm gonna check also Blaze Bailey because the last full-length album of Blaze Bailey that I hear uh, from the beginning to the end was." Uh, Kings of Metal or uh, Metal King. Uh, the, I think it was Kings uh, of Metal. The King of Metal. King of Metal, yeah, from 2010. Uh, 12. Uh, when they 2012. Tour- <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's uh, 2010 because uh, definitely I catch them on the tour uh, 2000 or 2011, something like this. Because I remember they came uh, around 2010, 2011 to promote uh, this uh, album in Bulgaria. And also the next year uh, he came uh, to promote. Uh, so yeah, 2012 uh, uh, released uh, soundtrack of my life, and uh, they make acoustic show. So definitely, definitely there is some uh, uh, some uh, fail on the date, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's about 2010 or 11, not 2012. Yeah, and. Th- Man, War with, Within Me. Oh, dude, that's a great album. That's a, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Blaze is laughing at New Maiden. It sounds so great, basically, like Maiden with... Yeah, people hate Maiden with Blaze uh, here, but fuck, man, I love it. <laughs> I definitely recommend this album to check it, because... Like I said, I recently checked it from last uh, week, so basically it's like six days from now, and uh, at least I played a couple of times uh, per day, per day. Yeah, I mean, so, um, I was pretty impressed with it as well. But but then again, I've um, I've been checking out Blaze's stuff whenever because he's been very active uh, recent years. I mean. Um, he did the, the Infinite Entanglement albums, like a three-part uh, album yeah, suite. Yeah, uh, that, that's the thing I don't uh, know if it's um, the third part of the this trilogy or not, because uh, I didn't, uh, like I said, the last album was uh, uh, King of Metal from back in the days, almost like 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, so, be- between those albums, uh, between the first Infinite Entanglement and the King of Metal, there was basically like four years of silence. There were a bunch of yeah. live live albums and live shows, but uh, no. And uh, EP, like I said, uh, uh, this, uh, uh, fuck, I forgot the name, uh, just to check uh, my handy dandy smart machine. Uh, bear with me. Uh because uh, like always I don't because uh, I always don't uh, make my researches so I suck but who cares yeah uh, where the fuck is that uh, 
Beer. Ah, Russian holiday uh, and uh, I, I think uh, was uh, this with um, compilation uh, soundtrack of my life exactly. It's uh, from 2013. Russian holiday was an uh, album with Thomas Svisson. I really yep. I, re I, I, and, I uh, really fucking love their collaborations, by the way. And for those of you who don't know, Thomas Svisson is like a he's an acoustic classical guitar player. And he's famous play for Maiden. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's famous for doing actually really good classical guitar covers of Maiden songs. So he's been co collaborating a lot with uh, Blaze, and they're fucking great together. It's really cool to see. Uh, and uh, and not only classical, because when I saw it for King of Metal tour, well, second I just want to check something because. Back in the day, I abused with alcohol so much, so probably I. I am uh, wrong. Okay, that's the point. So the album uh, King of Mail came uh, 20th of March uh, 2012. So probably they came uh, a little bit later this year and I saw uh, Blaze at the beginning of 13 with uh, just acoustic uh, gigs. So that's my bad. Oh well, no problem. But yeah, I mean, uh, I listened to the album as well, uh, The War Within Me, or War Within Me. And um, yeah, I, it was good. It was really good. And at least I got to give him cred for at least keeping the speed up, unlike Iron Maiden. I didn't mind the new Iron Maiden record, but God damn it, it's, <laughs> it's too... It's too so fucking boring, man. It's so slow. It's slow as fuck. Uh, and definitely for me... The standing uh, tracks is uh, 18 flights, uh, pull yourself up, and um, 303. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good one, but um, I really liked, and I, this t title, by the way, is fucking hilarious, I think. The Power of Tesla. Or the power yeah. of Nikola Tesla. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's such a stupid title, but the song is really, really good. Yeah, or, or, or the other one, uh, the dream of Alan uh, Turing. Oh, and and uh, oh, wait, I don't know what was it? The unstoppable Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, uh, but all of those songs, those uh, those uh, uh, those are great songs. Th they and are. If you. And if you uh, check the uh, album cover, as usual, is uh, Blaze Face. Uh, basically, he became a mascot of his band, like uh, Eddie became a mascot of uh, Iron Maiden. That is so, kind of interesting. Now, now that you mention it, he is actually on somewhat. Uh, I don't know the man who would not die. I don't know if if that's Blaze laying there, but. Uh, okay, uh, or, uh, I was. Uh, because I uh, saw the cover uh, from long distance, like I play it on my TV or uh, I play it on my phone. So I don't uh, see very well, but there is like a, a right uh, machine, a right typing machine um, keys. And if you didn't uh, check very well, you can uh, see Maiden, but uh, actually it's G, it's not D there. So uh, all right, down on the corner. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking here at these album covers, and for the most part, he has used himself as the, <laughs> the sort of uh, as the mascot of the band, which is I mean, th that that kind of similar to the thing Ozzy Osbourne 
is doing because yeah. I think the, every Ozzy Osbourne album, you know, I, I don't know because I'm not a huge fan, but every album cover I've seen with Ozzy has like Ozzy. I'm on it. Uh, uh, with Ozzy, I'm uh, very bad about uh, covers and uh, albums and uh, whatnot. I know the songs, but I'm I like Ozzy. Don't get me wrong, I like Ozzy. And one of my favorite uh, books actually is uh, I'm Ozzy, the, uh, the autobiography of Ozzy Osbourne. Fuck, it's hilarious, man. Even if you are not a fan of uh, the rock music or uh, especially of Ozzy Osbourne, you can just uh, piss yourself laughing about that book. Yeah, I, as a matter of book, fact, man, I actually have that book for some reason, but uh, I might check it out because, you know, it's always fun to read those, I mean, those books, you know. The rock and roll and, biographies. Uh, and uh, speaking of books, I received another package uh, of books, man. Uh, like I told you before, I ordered a new wave of British heavy metal trilogy of uh, Martin Popov, but also I received uh, ten uh, Saxon denim and leather first ten years of Saxon. Ooh. And also I ordered and I received uh, two books uh, of uh, Jewel's Priest, uh, like first 10 years of Jewish Priest and uh, from uh, Turbo till now that basically is till 2015 I guess oh that's cool that's really yeah, cool so I, ha so I have a lot of books to read and I don't have fucking time about that yeah reading <laughs> it takes a little bit of an effort to get into reading I know how it feels especially when you are working uh, not uh, making like researches and whatever for a show because like I said even before in the earlier uh, episodes I have a fucking normal job and the last time uh, <coughs> sorry and the last uh, thing what I want uh, to do uh, when I came uh, home is to read something or whatever is basically I just uh, go on the couch and watching TV and yeah and at one point man I think I'm trying for my future uh, if someday I get a girlfriend uh, to <laughs> To be trained to sleep on the couch. <laughs> I slept more time on the couch than on the fucking bed. Yeah, sometimes the couch is even better than the bed for some reason. I don't know why. But, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, did you have something more to add about the, the Blaze record? Or should we get into the topic at hand? Yeah. Um, right now, what I think is... Um, Definitely everyone uh, that is a Maiden fan need to check Blaze Bailey new album and uh, in my case I definitely gonna go back um, to his uh, discography because like a couple like the last two or three days I listened just Blaze Bailey man uh, not only the new album but also Silicon Messiah uh, King of Metal and um, I forgot which one uh, uh, Silicon uh, The Man Who Not Die and um, oh, fuck Ten Dimension I oh, think was Tenth Dimension that's my favorite with Blaze Fr from the days so, when it was called just Blaze not Blaze Bailey yeah uh, good one good record so I like I said, definitely Blaze Bailey is way better than uh, the new Maiden. But uh, that's gonna came across again a little bit later on the show, I guess. All right, so so should we start with a fucking topic? Yeah, we should. And uh, 
tonight's topic. I don't really have a funny name for it, but uh, basically we're going to talk about bad albums from good bands. And uh, yeah, yep. it is just what it sounds like. It's um, bands that we enjoy and the shit that they've occasionally put out. Or maybe just put out once or whatever. There, there's, I mean, for this episode, I it, it actually took this i might say doing preparation for this episode has been torture for me because pain in the ass uh, yeah i mean it's just been horrible because usually you don't try to listen to things you don't like usually you yeah. listen to music you like and when you hear something that's bad you turn it off and but he, yeah but here you had to kind of like go through every Hey, hey, how are you doing, man? Uh, good, I just uh, got to grab a fucking banana because I'm a fucking monkey. And <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm some uh, special hybrid between uh, monkey and uh, pig. You're, you're making su such monkey? loud fucking noises. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, probably the microphone doesn't pick it so much. Yeah, well, I, I don't think the microphone... But uh, the microphone to your recording device like, doesn't pick it up. But the microphone on your headset picks like a lot of things up. So I get distracted. I'm I'm sorry about that. Where was I now? Don't uh, worry, man. Uh, we we both uh, have uh, ADHD or uh, ADD or whatever is bullshit. Yeah, well, I have Asperger's, so I got burgers Asperger's. in my ass. So you eat uh, burgers from the ass? Yeah. I have, right. <laughs> no 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 i don't eat them i have them there you know <laughs> that's the thing i have asperger's but i don't need them but um all right so the thing that i've done here is basically i've done a list of um i mean for first part like bands i like and then i've gone through the discography a little bit to see what i hate that that's basically been my uh my way of um doing this research i don't know how, how, how have you been going about this have you gone from memory or like usual i'm gonna shoot from my head and um go and see first of all how we gonna do in the time because definitely i have a lot to speak about uh, one album a lot okay maybe we should uh, i don't know uh, how far we've gotten maybe we, maybe we should get know. get to that album like after the first break or you know yeah so uh and uh probably the listeners already know for which one i speak about i okay the listeners might know but i'm i really don't know i have no idea oh so man, i told you you told me yeah, yeah since uh, the first time when i hear it and the last time uh i'll probably know it when you get to it but well should we Keep it until the until hour two, because if you have a lot yep. to say about it, then it's better to you know come back after the break and like fucking. The problem is I don't honestly I don't want to speak about that because uh, man I <laughs> it's gonna take me a fucking ages to, to finish my hate. I still hear it from first uh, note I hear. Well, okay, fuck it. Then we'll just make a special episode for it. How about that? <laughs> you already made you already made a special episode. Is that uh, enough cool? Oh, well, I don't know. Did what? Have we done a special episode you, uh, about this album? Or do you are yeah. you talking about me? 
Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, you can do your solo podcast as well. That's not a bad idea. I mean... No, yeah, but uh, I speak about the same album that you made a special episode. All right, I'm going to shoot directly. I speak about a fucking Maiden, man. Oh. Um, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I mean, everyone, fuck everyone, it, shoot. Let's go. Everyone who kno- who knows me... Um, in my uh, company and uh, my society and whatever. No, I'm, I've been a long, long time Maiden fan. I mean, that's one of my first uh, favorite bands. Uh, same with Metallica and Manowar. But I never thought I'm going to say I hate the album and I'm never going to listen. Even even the, the weak album, like uh, The Final Frontier and whatever... I find some good tunes, some good songs. In this album, if you're listening on the YouTube, the best uh, thing on the album is uh, the commercials between the songs, man. And everyone who said, uh, I, uh, I listen to the new Maiden and I enjoy it, uh, basically, what I hear is like, I'm taking a golden shower to stay clean. Oh, fucking shitty album. I hope Maiden never release album again if they're gonna put a fucking piece of shit like this, man. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? And and after that, after that, I listened to Firepower uh, and uh, Redember Redember of Souls, uh, Remember of... uh, What was the album before Firepower? Redeemer of Souls. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the books of Soul. Dude, there's not such a piece of shit like the new I, fucking I Maiden. I ask you this. It's so fucking boring. <laughs> I must ask you, have you watched uh, Razorfist's review of this record? No. Oh, fuck. Um, because uh, that was... It, it's interesting that you mentioned like Judas Priest because that's what he did. He was like, oh, this album sucks dick, and uh, Judas Priest has made way better records. And I'm like... Yeah, nah, and... Uh, nah. And nah. everybody who and everybody who knows me know I'm not a huge Judas Priest uh, fan. I'm, I like Judas Priest. I enjoy Judas Priest, but not like I do with Maiden. I'm a long-time uh, Maiden fan. Maiden is always been and always will stay my favorite band. But uh, this album, man, I I even don't want to play it on the toilet because uh, if I want to diarrhea, probably my shit gone came strong as fucking concrete. <sighs> yeah, it's interesting that you have those feelings. I mean, um, I agree, and, and, uh, I agree you, however, uh, that, you know, they shouldn't and, make uh, And do you know what is this? And do you know what is the strange thing, man? In the beginning, you was like, oh, it's going to be torture. Oh, fuck. I not, uh, and I was like, ah, it's not going to be so bad. And we totally changed our minds. Yeah, I, I totally probably changed my mind <laughs> completely, really, because I was thinking, but, but I was kind of thinking that, oh, this is going to suck so hard. It will be fun to talk about, but. You know, like I've said, you and, know... It, and you uh, was right, man. And you was right, it sucks so fucking badly. 
and, and the reason that I listen to a new Maiden album because you gave such a high score on the ranking. I think seven. I, like, I think okay. seven point five is pretty low for a Maiden record, but. I'll die, I, Man, I uh, this this album uh, deserve minus uh, 666 uh, from uh, 2 million. Jesus, I mean, um, fuck, I, I just find it interesting that you feel that way because I don't know um, what, what people have said about. I mean, I think that people have given it too much praise, I think, because I've seen like uh, friends on uh, Facebook and uh, I've seen reviews on Metal Archives of that record and Everywhere I feel like it's a huge uh, score I feel like I'm the only one who has like a realistic score for it because okay what the fuck are you, are you pissing in a cup <laughs> oh shit uh, yes whiskey man I'm uh, I'm making uh, drinks because I speak about fucking maiden and oh, I'm man. so fucking pissed uh, uh, dude let the it, that's like taking the worst 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 song from every fucking album like from uh, no prayer for dying Vi uh virtual 11 or uh, x factor was a bad album um uh, the final frontier taking all that uh, worst song making compilation and again it's gonna be great album compared to this poor boo boo fucking boring shit well um there are a couple of weak tracks absolutely and uh, a couple of weak tracks <laughs> uh, there is uh, there is just the last of me that even make me to hate this album more is because the last minute of the last song, I don't give a fuck about the name of the last uh, song or any of songs that is included in this the, the shitty last song, album. The last song is the best one. Hell on Earth. Uh, <laughs> fuck that shit, man. That that even make me uh, uh, to hate the album more is because <laughs> all the fucking song was so fucking boring and they decided to put uh, on the last track, the last minute, they decided to use a tune of the guitar that uh, they use on uh, Brave New World that w is one of my all-time favorite albums. Mm, yeah, they definitely use the sound, same um, guitar effects uh, and the sound is very similar. That's the thing about the album, because it sounds like you mentioned that you don't like X Factor, and um, I'm I am one of those few guys who no, I, enjoy it. I, I don't, and, I don't, uh, no, no, uh, don't get me wrong. I don't uh, say I didn't uh, like X Factor. I say everyone say X Factor sucks or whatever. And I cannot say they're right or not, but definitely it's not sucks cock and shit like this album. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, I didn't uh, listen so much X Factor or uh, some or uh, Virtual Eleven, for example. I don't listen so much, but man, they, they have great tracks like the Quans Man, Virus. I like Virus, uh, Man on the Edge, <sighs> the Sound of the Sun Cross. Fuck, man, it's have a good tunes there. The both of the albums with Blaze. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, what I was going to say was I, I hear a lot of, on this new one, I hear a lot of uh, X Factor on it, which I like. But I think there was l like a little bit of an X Factor influence on uh, 
a matter of life and death as well but you know <laughs> speaking about that album I mean I feel like that is the last Iron Maiden album for me a matter of life and death that's that's that was their last album and since then they've just done I don't know uh like I said uh, uh what was uh the last frontier I didn't like it definitely I didn't like the album it was uh, boring for me but uh, here and there they have like one or two songs uh, coming home and uh, I think Satellite 15 was okay song I don't remember exactly which one and um, after that they released uh, the Book of Souls I listened just once and I didn't have any opinion now I uh, when I told you last week I made after I heard that piece of shit that they release and I probably never gonna hear it again at least for the future 10 years yeah um. uh, <laughs> I I listen to the book of souls and actually it's okay album man it's not the greatest made an album it's not uh, uh, somewhere in time it's not uh, power slave it's not uh, it's not uh, a matter of life and death or a uh, brave new world, but uh, definitely it's a solid album. Yeah, I am. Um, I agree. I mean, the thing is, it's too long, and some songs could have been cut entirely from that album. I think, but that it, seems to if, be the uh, thing now. I think if they if they ever going to release, I don't know. Do you think Maiden will release another album in like five years? Or I so? hope not. I hope not. Yeah, that's. I agree. I hope they would not, but. Let's think logically about it. Or, Will or they do it? if they, re- or if they release a new album, I really hope to be like uh, uh, way shorter songs, because uh, I think after a matter of life and that they start to release a really really fucking long songs. Now, uh, Final Frontier was actually like fifty minutes, so it fit on like one CD, but it was you know with Book of Souls they've done double albums. Which yep, is, that was uh, I mean, it's. It, I don't know. I don't know why, but I mean, it, the time between the albums have gotten longer and longer. So I mean, maybe they have material enough, but I feel like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> but but they can do like Metallica done uh, in the 90s, uh, for example, with uh, Walton Revolt when uh, they split the album uh, and uh, use the leftovers for the other album. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a, a better idea. Or maybe they don't give a fuck anymore. Or uh, I don't really know what, what Maiden are thinking. You know what I mean, like like I've said for several years now that I, I'm kind of good. When Final Frontier came out, you know, like you said, I, I liked it. I thought it was fine. But, you know, I was like, okay, guys, s- stop this. Stop doing albums. I didn't like <laughs> it. I didn't like it. It was a mediocre album. Uh, but definitely they have uh, songs like uh, The Alchemist is like 4 minutes 30 seconds uh, Coming Home is like five, uh, almost 6 uh, minutes mm. uh, Mouth of Mercy is uh, 5 minutes 20 seconds something like this and uh, like I I don't remember but uh, I think you said uh, the, on the new piece of shit they have like no short song than 6 minutes something like this I'm gonna check right now I think the shortest one is like or 30 or something and again it's just one song yeah but uh, they've apparently lost the ability to 
<laughs> to make shorter songs. Four, uh, four minutes is the shortest. Four minutes, three seconds, day of future, past, or whatever bullshit. Mm. And after that is uh, this uh, piece of shit through Tigu. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't want to speak anymore about the fucking Maiden because I'm pissed off. Man, I love the band till death. One of my best experience was when they played together with Anthrax and... Um, uh, fuck. Not fucking Molin. Uh, fuck, I forget the other Irish band. Uh, not fucking Molin, but... Uh, uh, Dropkick Murphys. At my birthday, 2014, they played exactly on my fucking birthday, and I I was crying, man. I was uh, on the first uh, uh, f- uh, front row, and honestly, I was so grateful to see uh, the bands like Bring Me the Horizon and Trivium. Do you know why? No, why? Because I was drunk as fuck, and when I saw Bring Me the Horizon, or I don't remember even what type of band was. But something like this new bullshit and trivium, I was so drunk and I start to throw away, uh, like puking and vomiting all over it. And uh, for a dropkick Murphys, I was uh, sober as fuck and I saw Maiden sober. Oh. So, yeah. I think I'm done with this album because uh, uh, I don't want to continue, man, because <laughs> I can definitely done yeah, well, like six I, hour episodes. I, I noticed that you were a little bit uh, fired up about it and uh, there wasn't a and, lot and like of discussion said, to be ma- had there. So, uh. <laughs> Like I said, Melanie is so being uh, one of uh, my all time favorite band and uh, that never going to change it. I just... Uh, Want when I see Maiden to not play some of those fucking shitty, shitty, crappy dog a horse shit and come that is on that fucking album. That's they it. probably won't because um, you know how it is with Maiden, you know, whenever they tour a new album, it's like they play two new songs and then the rest is like classics. So the I problem mean, is if they play. If they play some of the new songs, I really want to go to a fucking toilet and take crap. But uh, after that, I couldn't uh, get back in my uh, place. So that's probably probably I'm going to need to buy a diapers. I, I, however, think that uh, I've actually listened to um, uh, fairly recently. I listened to the newer uh, live albums they put out like uh, on Vivo and uh, what was the other one called? Uh, yeah, book live chapter i think no no uh, not okay. those old ones but uh, like the more recent live albums the two recent ones ah, okay uh by the way speaking of uh uh rocking rio and the live albums uh, actually today i um i win uh some bidding on uh rocking rio dvd so yes oh, cool. and by the way for the listeners i bought a fucking uh, combo vhs and dvd player and i um also in a VHS tape of uh, 12 uh, Wasted Tears. Man, such a great DVD, uh, such a great uh, VHS. Yeah, it is. I used to have it back in the day, but um, my mother got rid of all VHS tapes when she moved. And uh, yeah, so they're in a trash can somewhere in northern uh, Sweden. Did, so. you bu- did, did you burn her after that? You know, uh, I didn't, but uh, she was like... I mean, she brought it up in like a conversation like, 
yeah, you know, and all those VHS types, I threw them out. I was like, you did what? What the fuck did you, <laughs> you know? I was like that. And she was like, hey, who wants, I mean, no one cares about VHS anymore. I was like, I do. <laughs> yeah, man. And that was uh, like, I mean, it wasn't uh, only like metal videos. It was like a lot of like recorded stuff, you know, old Disney movies and things that are like, yeah. uh, you know, that but I would man, want uh, to keep, but no. Who knows? But uh, honestly, uh, I moved in Sweden in uh, like 10 years ago. And uh, my all my metal stuff, like uh, I have like 500 uh, audio tapes, like some uh, CDs, DVDs, uh, VHS, and and my mom don't dare to even touch it. She was like, I just move uh, this uh, box uh, from this room to the other room. That's it. But man, you have a lot of um, cassette tape. What you gonna do? And I was like, I'm gonna try to move it in sweden somehow so yeah yeah well at she least didn't uh, touch my stuff uh, that's that's good I don't, I don't know i think my mother was thinking like but that's the weird thing she saved all of my toys from when i was a kid but she threw away <laughs> like all of my fucking <laughs> vhs tapes and i was like fuck mom sell my toys i don't i don't need them i mean uh, unless i mean I wouldn't know unless I saved them too. But there was like mom sa saved like a huge fucking box of toys from when I was like five years old or something. I was like, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> and, let, and let me guess, it's uh, not the action uh, heroes and whatever. It's like uh, fucking choo-choo train and <laughs> whatever. I actually don't remember what kind of toys I had, but I, but I was <laughs> into like, you know, airplanes and stuff. Boats. Yeah, yeah. A lot of boats I had. So... Uh, I don't know. But it's normal since you're in Sweden, it's normal to have a lot of boats because, man, in Sweden it's full of lakes and uh, we don't, uh, we are not a natural uh, podcast, but uh, definitely Sweden have a great nature. Oh, fuck yeah. I had a ton of like boats and things. I actually had like a submarine, which had a little battery driven, um, it has a, had right, a battery driven uh, uh, propeller so you can put it in the water and we do it cruise around that's cool man <laughs> uh, so you it's time to use that submarine and to dive in the deep sheet that you prepare uh well we're almost up on 50 minutes so i was thinking of uh, maybe taking a break before we get into that because uh, um, I, I, apparently like i projected your maiden rant went on for a little bit too long so I told you it's gonna be <laughs> long, a and that's just the tip of the ice. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. But um, okay, we we're gonna have a we're gonna have a little break. We're gonna play a song, and I don't know. Do you have something to play? Because in my in my show notes it says in in my prep notes it says break music something Daro picks. So um, uh, actually, I don't. So enjoy our break music that uh, you created <laughs> all right we're gonna go with that all right that's fine or or maybe we'll uh, uh, I, don't, I don't have any last minute thing I'm okay just uh, play uh, Wolfstock again and that's it yeah okay I, I, I found something to play and we'll be right. right back time to take a piss <laughs>
We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with another uh, pile of uh, crap that uh, Brewer gonna put now. Yeah, I have um, not really an extensive list, but I have a list of uh, disappointments. <laughs> so, uh, like, like the so- like the song of uh, SDI, disappointment, disappointment, I, I, the most punkish song of SDI. <laughs> I was more thinking about uh, this clip from the Hercules series from the nineties. Disappointed. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> and uh, my biggest, uh, <clears throat> I mean. It is a bad album for me. I'm going to talk about Running Wild's Shadow Maker. Yep. And I must. I, uh, I know you're gonna. Do. I must put it into context because I started listening to Running Wild. I found this band. I discovered them in 2009. And for those of you who don't know, 2009 was the year that Running Wild quit playing. They had their final show at Wacken 2009 and then they said, okay, it's quits. This band is over. And, uh, We're never playing again. And, back sh- <laughs> and uh, basically this show is amazing because uh, uh, I saw it on uh, YouTube. Man, that's a great show. Oh yeah, the final Jolly Roger. It's really good. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, it was really too bad that, uh, that they went away. But you know, the, the wait didn't... Uh, didn't last too long because in 2011 they were back at it again and were I mean, going to release albums. I mean, come, come on, man. <laughs> uh, Kiss uh, doing like uh, last show for like 20, 25 years. So. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, and the same is with the Scorpions. I saw Scorpions on the final tour 2010 and they still were active. I mean, you're right about that one because <laughs> no one is rever- never really gone, right? I mean... As long as they're not yeah, dead, it, they will always come back in a, in one way or another. It, it, even like you hear on uh, our um, input or uh, promo for the episode, uh, the band Mad Butcher is uh, come back and they wasn't active for like 30 years almost. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. As long as, you know, the band members aren't all dead, I mean, the band... I mean, even even oh. in that case, you know, some bands even yeah, like back, yeah, yeah, like for example, Fimo and Selmo is doing Pantera stuff, and uh, yeah, definitely. It's I not, mean, uh, I mean, he's Pantera, doing he, he's doing Pantera stuff. He's not doing like fin- fill out Selmo's at Pantera, right? Or is he doing? Uh, he's doing like uh, Fimo and Selmo and the Illegals play Pantera set. Oh, okay. Only Pantera. Okay, I get it. But but he isn't doing and like a KK's priest out of it. N- not that it would nah, be wrong, but, the, but uh, you know. But uh, the thing is, uh, what uh, from Pantera just uh, Rex and uh, Phil is uh, alive. So, because uh, the both of uh, Brars are dead, unfortunately, and uh, that's it. Because uh, yeah, people hate. Uh, Pantera or basically not Pantera but Pantera fans because they're stupid as fuck mostly some I don't say everyone but some of them like I only know I only know, know, I, only know of, I only know one guy that hates Pantera though <laughs> you, you know our friend uh, the comedian he doesn't like them and he's far oh, yeah. he's far from everyone by the way 
But fuck, okay, we're going into Pantera territory. That wasn't the point. Um, Shadowmaker. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I was fucking hyped for this album. I was like, oh man, this is going to be great. New Running Wild stuff. And it basically was like glam metal, which is absolutely not what I expected from this band. And I had a song called Me and the Boys. And that song is, wow, it's fantastically bad. It's like one of these songs that is so bad that it's almost, you know, funny. It's sort of like Rick Astley's uh, Never Gonna Give You Up in a way. It's so lame, it's so fucking awful that it's almost good in a way. But but that's not a good thing. That's not something you want to hear from a band like Running Wild. I mean, especially not me because Running Wild is my absolute favorite band. And from something Yeah, I know uh, that. I mean, and and uh even uh, the people who know Brewer and uh, who saw the band uh, that he play, his baseline is basically Running Wild uh, driven. Yeah, and um, I have a lot of unreleased music as well that's basically fucking running wild ripoff basically but um we'll see M- maybe one day i'll release it but uh, who knows but um yeah i mean i i wasn't impressed at all with it but but i think they've they've managed to get better i mean uh, in 2016 they released rapid foray which some people think is lame but i think it's great because they're going back to the 90s sound which uh, is the best sound of the running wild in my opinion is the 90s was their golden era for me but um, I, I know a lot of people don't agree on that and uh, honestly i don't i don't care <laughs> i don't know man i'm uh, like a average ring wow fan i like them uh, i play a lot of them but uh, i'm not so familiar like i it's not my huge uh, favorite band and uh, definitely i like uh, the first album and uh, Port Royale was a solid one. Mm. I don't know which year uh, uh, Port Royale came out uh, yeah, right now. 1988. I don't remember. 88. Yeah, but uh, but basically for me it's like 80s, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their 80s period is good, but it was a very experimental period. They tried a lot of different stuff. and uh, For me, it's a little bit messy, but I mean, it is good, so... But uh, yeah, I remember. I remember when um, Rain Wild uh, announced uh, they're uh, coming back, uh, they gonna reunite and whatever. The hype was uh, huge, and uh, oh, yeah. when they released the out, yeah, cause Rain Wild man, uh, fuck. Back in the days when uh, I go in one of my first shows in ever, like it was Blind Guardian. Ooh. And um, yeah, because basically my first show was uh, Europe 2009. After that uh, was Blind Guardian and Vader in the same week, like uh, two days uh, difference. And I don't remember which one was first and uh, second, uh, Blind Guardian or Vader. It's interesting that but, um, you mentioned Blind Guardian because they're actually second on my list here. <laughs> But but uh, the thing was like uh, we are uh, tailgating, we waiting to waiting to go inside the venue, and some of the people say, 
you're you're uh, not going to see a lot of uh, people with um, with a t-shirt of Rain Cloud or uh, speaking about Rain Cloud, but definitely if Rain Cloud came, the venue or uh, even the stadium going to be full. And uh, when they, uh, what uh, reminded me was like all that hype and whatever. And after that, every one of my friends was so disappointed of uh, Shadow Maker. Yeah, well, it, it's nice to know that I wasn't the only one, though. <laughs> but most, no, uh, everyone. Yeah, most most were. Uh, I mean, um, I have two friends of mine that are as big running wild fans as I am, and. One of them thinks that it was a good record, but not as a Running Wild record, but he liked it as a record, I suppose. But I mean, even in that, I mean, that's that, that that's the point with um, with bands when they do um, uh, an album that's, you know, a little bit different than the rest when they try to change their sound or anything. It's like you can like it as an album, you know, disregarding it from you know the band it came from and then you can i mean i mean if you see it as i guess um, what i think is sort of like it's sort of like the situation when halloween released uh, their album chameleon which um, yeah i know <laughs> uh, it's also very diverse album i'm not a huge uh, halloween fan i'm basically like a couple of songs like 10 songs maximum and I it's, like from here it's fucking weird because they were like power speed metal back in the 80s uh, speed metal band not power metal band I mean um, the they, they basically I mean created like the modern power metal sound and uh, for some reason you know in 94 93 it came out uh, they said okay fuck it yes <laughs> let's do a pop album so fucking weird and the thing is a lot of people hate it i get it i understand it but i do like it i very much like well, but let's uh get straight uh 90s wasn't a uh, very good uh decay for a decade for a uh, metal oh no 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 a lot of band a lot of band changed the sounds and uh, two of my favorite bands uh, changed the sound like uh, Metallica became a country Alica, like you know the reference from the last uh, episode and also Maiden uh, they um, they go with uh, Blaze but uh, again uh, at that time uh, the fucking uh, new wave uh, the new uh, no new metal came after uh, it came around 2000 but it came uh, the fucking uh, grunge and basically put um, put the metal in a uh, hybridation uh, sleep. One thing that I've noticed with uh, a ton of bands that I have here in my list, and it's interesting that you mentioned the 90s, and you say a lot of grunge, you know, I mean, grunge had a huge influence, obviously. But there was another thing with a ton of bands I've checked out here. There's like, you know, you know this band Faith No More, right? Yeah. Yeah, sort of like I don't they didn't start it, but they definitely popularized, you know, this hip hop kind of a influence on on metal or whatever, you know. Uh to be honest, I think uh one of the first rock band and uh after that uh, the first metal band. The first one was um uh Aerosmith that I can't stand Aerosmith. They have like one or two songs, that's it. 
they have a collaboration with some uh, rap artist and um i think during the 90s if i don't lie myself um uh anthrax release uh album that is a collaboration with public enemy yeah, or yeah. something like this they were definitely the first i would argue but but here's the thing um are you familiar with the band crimson glory yep yeah they um they had two albums not my favorite in the 80s not my favorite band but uh definitely have uh, some good uh, songs like yeah definitely and lonely and um queen of the winter or uh what was the name queen of the song queen, of, uh, queen of winter i think yep. it's from their first album it's it's a good one yeah and uh they also tra uh, transcendence midnight, their second uh, album is really really good <coughs> all right i'm not uh, like i said i'm not so familiar with the band i know just two or three songs that is good but, but here's the thing they released an album in 1991 called strange and beautiful and i would say that it's more strange than it is beautiful because it <laughs> basically sounds like fucking faith no more record because they were like tr you know they were trying to like see Oh, okay. This is our third album. Let's make, let let's see what people are doing here now in the, in the new decade and try to emulate it. So they were like, oh, Faith No More. They they're a huge band, so we're gonna try to sound like them. And it's, it's just as bad <laughs> as you, you can imagine. It's fucking awful. Since I don't like Faith No More, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I don't like them either. It's just you know. They make the kind of music I don't want to hear. And when I hear bands doing that shit, I'm like, ah, oh, why? And especially like a band like Crimson Glory. I mean, a progressive power metal band doing fucking hip hop metal. I mean, why? I think they have in mind like one of our friends release albums and everyone hear it. And I was like, hey, man, it's better to go back in the roots and he was like no man i'm going to try to see what type of shit i need to release so the people are gonna start to hate my band <laughs> and you know for which one i speak about i think i know who you're I talking guess. about i think but we are not going to mention the name no we don't mention any names here in this podcast but yeah um, speaking about going back to the roots uh <laughs> Bathory. They, uh, this, this is, I've been, ha I've been having like a headache for the past four days, which has finally lifted. And the thing that triggered that was Bathory's two records, Requiem and Octagon. And they are fucking awful records, I might <laughs> say. Because this was like after they, um, you know, Bathory, I mean, I, you're not really they that to into them but uh, yeah but uh, they have two periods one is uh, pure black metal mm. the the first wave of black metal and the other one is the viking metal but then i mean i like it i like some of the stuff but i'm not the huge yeah. hugest fan but, like but, but uh, then, battery then, is then, not my religion let me explain then. because after they did twilight of the gods he was like man i want to go back to the roots to my, you know, early black metal, fresh, whatever roots. 
and then he did Requiem followed by Octagon and it's amazing it sounds so fucking awful it sounds so awful in fact that it gave me a headache I don't I don't remember uh, exactly for which uh, album uh, he spoke because um, I read that in uh, one Bulgarian magazine back in the days and it's like I said I'm uh, from Bulgaria I moved from Bulgaria like 10 years ago so basically it's more than 12 years uh, when I read this uh, article mm-hmm. and uh, Quarton was like um, yeah with uh, this album uh, speaking of some of the albums I think wasn't the last one but um, uh, with this album uh, I was thinking the people like uh, our music so much that even if I uh, put the lyrics about some uh, Pansy or uh, whatever they gonna like it. Uh, you're talking about when when he changed the sound or became more like a probably I like I said uh, it was a long long uh, way back in the days and I don't remember exactly for which album and whatever, but I think it was uh, not put on some of the song was uh, about uh, ice hockey and whatever. <laughs> I I don't know. Oh, I I don't know that either. I mean, I'm gonna have to get my hands. I on don't it. remember. But uh, I mean, the thing was, you know, he basically created the, the whole Viking metal thing in the late and 80s, he was, uh, early 90s. And he was also one of the uh, origins black metal. Yeah, definitely. But I, but I think I mean, this is a personal opinion. But I I think his Viking stuff is way better than the black metal stuff but the black metal stuff obviously it's really good and it's a a real trailblazer you know (coughs) but he was trying to like i don't i don't even know if he was trying to recapture it with these two records but they are definitely they are fresh metal i would say like but but not good fresh metal it's like late air late era slayer kind of a thing it really does sound I like it, it really does sound like Slayer. I mean, even to the solos, he's like, I mean, Corton, he was a good guitarist, but for some reason he was like, oh, I'm going to try to emulate Kerry fucking King. <laughs> and his solos just basically sounds like. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I want to listen mean, to uh, that for fucking three minutes. Fucking. Uh, well, Corton uh, uh, wasn't uh, a good guitarist. He was a good multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, well, I mean, he did better solos on other songs. On these two records, it was, like, fucking awful. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, Well, I think it's my point to pick uh, two albums because you go two in a row. I thought you were were done the first hour, but all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, which one uh, should I pick? A little bit more famous or a little bit uh, underground? I don't know. If you pick something underground, then you'll probably have to talk on your own, I guess. But because uh, the both is uh, trash metal, and I guess uh, you don't like the both, so <laughs> probably. Well, but go ahead. I'm gonna start first with um, Fate or Fear. That is a band from uh, USA, uh, Trash Metal. Uh, they started. Uh, w- fuck, which mouse? Ah, okay, I'm gonna use this one. Uh, just uh, because I'm bad with the uh, researches. Okay, 
they started uh, again uh, this uh, trash uh, wave that it was uh, in America around 90s. So they start edit uh, around 80s. My bad, around 80s. Uh, and they start uh, 82 a year after Metallica start, and uh, they release uh, one great album that is uh, called Punishment Area at, uh, 89. Uh, they're more uh, famous uh, with uh, this uh, concert. Um, fuck, what was uh, called? Uh, Reven- not Revenge of the Disco, but uh, that uh, the first. Uh, there is two tapes. Uh, one is um, Exo uh, Sla- uh, and Venom, and uh, the second one was um, Fate, uh, Fate or Fear. Uh, forbidden and uh, I don't remember the third band anyway so I know them uh, from this uh, video and man Punishment Area is a fucking great trash album like uh, with uh, songs with uh, as uh, Punishment Area Time Bomb and whatever so they they disbanded the band around uh, 91. They was active around 2002-2003. And from 2008 they came back for uh, till now. 2012 they released album. It's called Titanium. I listened like two or three times. Uh, first time when I hear it I was like... What the fuck, man? What are you thinking about that? It's so fucking bad album. It sounds like hardcore, but not good hardcore. It sounds bad hardcore. <laughs> it, it was awful. Uh, and they actually released a new um, single 2020 last year. And I need to check it out if it's so bad that I remember or it's good as I remember it. And the other band is from uh, Europe, and especially from uh, United Kingdom. Uh, it's the it's Evile. Mm. Evile. Evile. Yep. Well. Everyone probably who listening to Trash know them, but after uh, Enter the Grave was a huge success for the band, basically skyrocketed the band. After that, uh, Infected Nation, in, it was decent slash mediocre album, but man, Five Serpents, Steve, oh man, oh such a bad album. Such a piece of shit. And uh, I basically stopped to listen to this year. Because they released one hour album 2013 Skulls. I don't know even if I hear about that album, to be honest. But this album uh, that came this year, uh, Hell Unleashed, was really good. So. Basically, don't listen Five Serpents Teeth. Alright man, it's your turn. 
Uh, right. What more do I have to... I'm thinking we should do something both of us might know. And um, <laughs> it is a Man War, the Lord of Steel. You remember that man one? War well, second, just need to see it. <laughs> it was really because uh, I was uh, thinking again uh, about Manwar, but uh, not uh, with uh, Man of Steel. Which year is that? Uh, let me check here. I forgot. Uh, Twenty twelve. Uh, reason. Twenty twelve. Oh, okay. And it was. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I actually. I think. Uh, yeah, I went to see them in, in 2013 and they were basically supporting that album and uh, man, I remember it coming out and I was not in the least impressed at all. And uh, Dude, I, honestly, I even didn't listen to that album. Uh, well, you, you haven't missed anything. It's um, <laughs> fucking awful. I mean, uh, the production is so weird and I mean, uh, one thing is that Joey DeMaio uses uses like a really shitty bass sound. It's basically like a synth, you know, like a like a distortion effect that sounds like a synth bass, and it's just it's just awful. Cause, cause uh, I was thinking about Manwar, but I was thinking about uh, the last album, uh, the last full length album I uh, hear, and that was uh, God of War. Ooh, you think that's you think it's bad? Yeah. Man, I... That... <laughs> that I can't agree with, really. I think it's... Uh, you, you know, with Man War, the thing they is... Yeah. What? They have, like... Uh, in that album, I see just... Die for Metal was good. They have a video for this one. With very stupid lyric, I quit my job today, mm. and whatever. Yeah. Because... Man, you, uh, you need to live for a heavy metal, but you need some money. And where are you going to get money if you don't have a fucking job? Yeah. Your point being... And, uh, Sorry. And I think that's the only song that is quite okay. The rest, I, I, it's so fucking mediocre or bad that I even don't remember. I mean... Now I'm uh, seeing the, the fucking... Uh, uh, the fucking uh, song list on the album and it's like uh, I don't remember this I don't remember this the only one was uh, like Die for Metal that I remember mm. yeah well I think uh, those later albums I mean it has some um, I don't know I, I think all of I think ever since like um, what's the guy's name again uh, the original guitarist fuck um rose the boss yeah since since ross left the band they have been very inconsistent you know sound wise i i think you know the triumph of steel i really love that album but it is oh man fucking that's, weird. Uh, that's a gr that's a great album uh one of, one of my favorite probably because uh it was the first one that i uh hear it and uh, like we spoke uh in one other episode mm -hmm. i don't remember in which one I said, ah, oh, man, I'm 10 years old, and what? Boobies on the fucking cover. Boobies, and I'm 10 years old. <laughs> I mean, if that would, would have been my first one, I would have loved it too, I guess. But I think my first two <laughs> records were Kings of Metal and Louder Than Hell. And those records are solid. I mean, uh, 
especially louder than hell. Yeah, though, it's um, it's not really. I mean, uh, people people don't like uh, louder than hell, but uh, there is some solid songs in uh, this album. You know, louder than hell. There you said it. It's solid. It's a solid album. You know, all the songs they are. I think. I mean, they're not too complex. They're not. You know, no. there's nothing too crazy about them. But that's why why they're good. <laughs> I think. Well, courage was like uh, whatever. Oh, and, courage, um, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it's so. And it, I think uh, you know th- this album would be a great workout album if it weren't for courage. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, courage is the only stinker of this album. Yeah, but yeah. And uh, and the other one that I don't remember is. Uh, my spirit lives on uh, but that's a into in, that's an instrumental anyway ah my spirit lives on that's a guitar solo that's oh, that's yeah. carl logan going and uh, it's ah. wanking okay. w- on the guitar uh, since he's uh, watching some children shit oh, oh, wow. that we don't want to oh, go there oh, oh. Oh man, I know, I know it was going to come up sometime. So, ah, uh, well, I mean, okay, Lauren Hell, it's a good record. Don't get me wrong, uh, he's a good uh, guitar player, but uh, since I hear about that, uh, and uh, no, but yeah, fuck him. I, I was going to say though that I mean, I think that Gods of War and Warriors of the World, they are, you know, a little bit. Half and half. Half of the songs are good. Half are yeah. shit. Definitely for uh, Warriors of the World, I agree with you. It's uh, half and half. And uh, uh, Gods of War, basically nothing do for me. And then we have the um, re-recorded versions of Battle Hymns and uh, Kings of Metal, which are, which I haven't listened to yeah. at all, to be honest. But people hate why you them. Need, why you need? Why you need to listen when you can listen the original one? Exactly. What's the point? I mean, the same point. That's the point with the the album of Exodus. Uh, Let there be blood. What? What the fuck, man? You re- supposed to re-record a, <laughs> a fucking trash anthem with uh, different vocals? Yeah. Rob Duke is a good vocals. I like him. Uh, I saw Exodus two times with Rob Duke. He done amazing job. But man, just leave uh, Bounded by Blood. Don't touch it because that's an untouchable album. I mean, me. what's the point of re-recording an album? I, I don't. I don't ever think I've heard a re-recording that money. Maybe. I mean. I mean, sometimes you have like these bands. I think uh, Ed Guy re-recorded their first album, uh, oh, and uh, man, uh, since you say Ed Guy, I start to cringe. Well, I oh. I do too. I do too. I only I only like, you know. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about like bad albums from good bands, here we like. I mean, Ed Guy is sort of like the reverse of that because they are a bad band that has one good yeah. album. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the theater like, of salvation. Like I, told you, uh, <laughs> I I give you a topic uh, that we need to do, speak about, and it's a shitty band or band that we hate, and release a decent song or a song that we are not going to change the radio station or uh, 
YouTube channel or whatever. Oh, man, I I think it's it's just gonna be as painful as doing this show has been. I mean, but yeah, I mean, sure, uh, I could definitely think of something. I mean, at least, but uh, yeah, whatever. Um, Lord of Steel, you don't remember anything of it, but. I went through it no, like I d- twice. I, I think I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm pretty sure I even didn't uh, listen to that. Wait a second. Uh, from which album is uh, "Die of Honor"? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I really. Uh, I think it's. Uh, wasn't it I like a single uh, or a EP? It was a single that uh, actually they give this single uh, for free at um, free. You already paid the ticket but uh i think 2008 when uh men were uh, played the longest gig uh in bulgaria uh, mm. but uh i think they re- recorded for some album i don't remember i don't know either uh, unfortunately definitely die with honor was a good one uh, let me see here. Uh, and they recorded uh, Father on, I don't remember, 16 or 17 languages. Oh, yeah, it was the Father song, right? Yeah, well, probably Dioton is just a single they didn't release. Uh, and Die With Honor was a single. Yeah, uh, I see here on but Metal Archives, but yeah, I I I know it's a single, but I think uh, they also recorded for some, probably for uh, songs, songs of Odin EP. I don't know. Was it on Lord of Steel? No. No. <laughs> it wasn't. What a- I mean, Lord of Steel was just bad, and unfortunately enough, they played a, a couple of songs from that record. Um, when I saw them live in 2013, but uh, thankfully it wasn't too many, and they, I mean, uh, the, I mean, I, I don't know how how men were are today to see them, but apparently they play good songs, I think. But um, I don't know with men who are sort uh, of hard to get back into seeing how they, you know, ticket prices and whatever. I don't know, man. Uh, dude, uh, you remember when I bought the ticket for a. Uh, Men uh, were uh, that uh, they supposed to play on the pre-party for the Yefle Metal Festival. Oh yeah, and they cancelled. Yefle Metal, <laughs> yeah, and that was good because uh, Yefle Metal Festival basically it's a festival at uh, Yefle in uh, Sweden, and the ticket for two days was like one thousand five hundred Swiss crowns. That is like what hundred fifty dollars, mm, hundred fifty euro, roughly. Yeah. And the ticket for men were just for the men were that they gonna play day before that was the same price. Uh, I mean, they I don't know what they've been up to those guys. I mean, it's only gotten worse and worse with the years. I mean, I remember at least maybe this because you know I've I've grown up and started to see what kind of bullshit they're doing. But I remember back in like uh, 2012, 2013. They seemed like pretty cool guys. Like, uh, I mean, going out of their way to like play shows, you know. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, the last time when I saw was uh, like 2008, so it's been a while. Yeah, I actually saw them in uh, Javle before they were Javle Metal or 
they were something else. Yeah, Getaway the, Rock Festival it was called. Getaway, yeah. And they played there, and actually they kind of saved the ass of that festival in a way because uh, that festival had been going for at that point uh, when Manowar was going to play there in 2012. Uh, apparently, it, you know, the the whole festival was like mismanaged as fuck. You know, people who had worked there haven't gotten their pay. Or, you know, there was a huge... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, there was a huge controversy. Yep. So, uh, I mean, basically, Joey, he went, like, <laughs> traveled from New York to uh, to Javle to, like, you, you know, try to settle this thing. Because he didn't want to be involved with a festival that had, you know, you know done, done this shit, you know, the, the fin- financial bullshit which they were up to. Mm. So... I mean that made him sound kind of cool, but I don't know what was the motive because now they've only been like, now they basically money, money. They play shows in fucking yeah. Svalbard in the Arctic Circle. Oh man, <laughs> uh, speaking about that, uh, we have a story that uh, Shorty told me. Oh man, that uh, uh, they was on the same plane. Yeah, and, yeah the, the band uh, and the the, the guy. Uh, the band and the basically and the fans. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, Shorty was like on the second uh, on the seat that is uh, behind um, Eric Adams, and uh, they start to speak and whatever. And uh, he asked about uh, sign or picture, and he, Eric Adams say, "Oh man, I really wish to do that, but." Um, Joy uh, forbid to make pictures with fans or give us saying. Yeah, was that because he, they wanted like payments or shit for taking pictures? Probably, I don't know, but yeah, pro- I guess so. But uh, definitely, Eric is uh, still a cool guy, but uh, Joyce uh, became to uh, like a kiss. I'm not gonna be surprised if he gonna. At one point, start to collect his own shit and uh, put on the cans and sell it for money. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, I, I basically sort of I don't I don't remember when I fell out of love with Manor, but it was, I think it was. I mean, they played a lot of shows, and then you know they always like raised the ticket price, and eventually, I there was a point in my life where I didn't have much money at all. And they charged such a fucking high price for a ticket. And it was like, okay, it's like, <laughs> I can't afford it. I got to pay rent. I can't afford to go to like dude, a man worship. Dude, 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 dude. Uh, even nowadays, uh, e- even if you have a money for a ticket, uh, let's uh, just say the regular price in for tickets in Sweden is for a band that is... From a medium size to a huge band is between 300 crowns to 700. Mm. Men were one double or triple the price. I remember I bought a ticket for a Slayer, the final tour and whatever, 2018. Thank for God. About six or se- or for about six or 700 crowns and... Uh, Men were want like uh, 1,500 crowns. Basically, they're charging uh, festival tickets prices for their shows. La- yeah, I told you when, uh, about the ticket uh, that I bought uh, and they canceled. And 
To, uh, the reason was, uh, we are too loud, we cannot uh, make uh, compromises with our uh, sound, and uh, if uh, the the community don't want uh, so loud, we are not going to play. So they canceled the, the gig at Yevle, and instead of Manwar, they put um, Wasp with um, Mystic, and the ticket was like four or five hundred crowns something like this damn <laughs> well what do you know but not a fuck but not fucking thousand five hundred that is basically today's ticket festival yeah well i think at least that you know uh, i mean they've made a couple of bad albums as of late but i think you know that is excusable but uh, this sort of behavior like i mean ah I don't. I think it's worse, really. <laughs> there uh, are worse things please, uh, a band can do than produce shitty records. Yeah, uh, j just uh, please continue like one or two minutes uh, with your rumbling. I'm coming soon. No, I'm going for a piss as well. <laughs> and we're back after this pee 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 pause and smoke. So, I I think we can mention it uh, one album that we spoke in the last episode. Mm -hmm. It's Metallica, the biggest disappointment, Saint Langer. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> what can one say? Um, I haven't been able to go through it entirely. I only like managed to like skip through a couple of songs and. Uh, uh, it's it's bad. It's bad, man. But uh, it's not a fucking sinjutsu. I mean, uh, I I have a double copy of this album, and I listen it once in a year. But I I still go in, into fucking maiden. I I cannot pass it, man. Well, uh, I I, 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 I I don't get you. <laughs> I really don't understand it. But I mean, um, I mean, with Metallica, but yeah, Metallica they, was bad. I mean, um, we 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 talked about it in our previous episode, so I'll tell you all to check out our yeah, so great Metallica. Episode. Go back and listen. Yep, because it's a good one. We put on. A and I, w I want to mention two bands. Uh, it wasn't big disappointment. Um, it was more like uh, one of the band I they're uh, friends of mine I re really like them huge bands uh, from Bulgaria uh, but uh, one of the band is uh, Rampart the album uh, is their Bulgarian uh, album uh, fuck what was called uh, just a second bear with me to remember The album is called uh, Zavera. I mean, it's a good album, uh, very, very good album. But uh, the production, uh, I didn't like it. It's uh, it sounds like a demo or uh, something you do in your basement. And I spoke uh, with uh, Maria and say, hey, is that the 
the official version and she said because I received the album first on the digital format and she said yeah that's uh, the official version and I directly say it sucks <laughs> yeah it just sounds like shit <laughs> well I mean um, I mean I, I haven't heard like it, I said so I, I wouldn't know about the, the 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 songs is uh, strong songs very good songs uh i really like the songs and especially because i hear one or two songs they played uh, when they came as a support act of uh, udo and envy a couple of years ago in uh, stockholm i have a really great time with the guys because we didn't met uh, we didn't uh, see each other for a long time but uh, like I said, the production, the production was uh, wasn't so good, and um, I don't know. I uh, I don't enjoy the new album of uh, Hyperborea Bulgarian death metal. The first two album was great, was solid. Architecture of Mine and uh, Cryogenic Somnia is like fucking a bio for death metal that supposed to be but the new album I don't know they lose some hooks and whatever uh, and, and it's not because uh, they changed the vocals don't get me wrong the the new vocal uh, vocalist is a good one but uh, I think they they put some new not new metal like new metal new metal but um, some more modern stuff into and that probably killed the the vibe of the band i don't know how to explain so unfortunately that's that was a little bit downfall for me i i listened a couple of times and definitely prefer the old albums so um we're talking about uh <laughs> Still talking about Rampart, or did we go? Uh, I, uh, no, I uh, blended uh, to Bulgarian band uh, Rampart and Hyperborea. Ah, you were talking about Hyperborea. Okay, all right. I see. Well, um, so, unfortunately, I haven't, like I said, I haven't uh, listened to much to them either, even though you told me I should, but <laughs> I still have them on my hard drive, untouched, I think, at least. Yeah. Like I said, Rampart, I like uh, the album, but I don't like uh, the production. And on Hyperborea, I didn't like this uh, modern uh, modern sound that they put inside. Yeah, and the, uh, th that was the most recent one from them. Yeah, um, 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 Umbro is uh, the, the new Hyperborea. Uh, Rampart, uh, no, they uh, release uh, Codex Metallium and... Uh, 2016 I think or 17 I don't remember and uh, they released a new album this year and the, the, those album uh, sounds uh, great but Zavera uh, unfortunately like I said the production wise wasn't so good yeah I, I know how it is I mean shitty production can really really fucking ruin an album I think I think I've mentioned it a couple of yeah. times in previous episodes that I like some albums, but if they have shitty production, it really, it really can ruin it a lot, you know, definitely. 
Mm, yep. Did you have some other albums that you want to speak? Uh, um, not too much, really. Um, I didn't <laughs> have too much about that. I have one album that I want to talk about, and it's from Iced Earth, and it's uh, The Crucible of Man, which came out in, I think, 2008, 2009, somewhere, because it was... Uh, they gotten... Um, um they have uh, two albums i think the crucible man and uh without like uh, yeah, almost it, like it, uh, with blaze belly it was this uh it was the something wicked uh albums they, they did like yeah it, it was an old concept which they uh, dabbled with a bit in uh on the album called something wicked is it comes in 1998 which is um somewhat a it's not a bad album but it's not really that good. It's sort of like the Black Album for Iced Earth in a way. Something Wicked is a little bit like that. The songs are good and all, mm. but you know it's uh, it's a little bit too long and it isn't very interesting. But the the, the three last songs are a trilogy of songs called Something Wicked, Something Wicked trilogy, and that was uh, uh, like a thing that they expanded upon. When, um, and the first uh, Something Wicked album, which came out in 2007, had... Uh, the Crucible Man. No, no, no. The first one is called Framing Armageddon. And that had uh, Tim uh -huh. Ripper on vocals. Okay. But towards the end of the year, um, I don't know, uh, Matt Barlow called up uh, John Schaefer for some reason. It was like he wanted to be in the band again. And then... They basically kicked <laughs> our dear friend uh, Tim Ripper and um, introduced Barlow again to the band. And he was in the band for a year, I think. And during that... Uh, most, uh, more. Uh, okay, it was 2007 to 2011. Fuck, I actually managed to see them live with Barlow, I remember. Uh, it was a... In 2009, they toured with... Um, uh, Saxon. Oh, awesome. I actually managed to see them, and they, uh, b both were good. And it was really nice to see Matt Barlow live again. But um, yeah, because uh, I saw uh, I saw twice, once in Bulgaria and once in uh, Sweden. Uh, they tour about uh, for Dystopia tour. Oh yeah. And uh, the gig that they uh, played in. Um, Sweden dude such a horrible sound that I didn't expect uh, to hear here in Sweden what? that was the biggest disappointment w what song the sound uh, the sound the sound, sound okay I thought it was, was okay a song but okay, all right no no, no, no the sound it was uh, like a fucking uh, sound a uh, wall of sound you didn't hear anything oh. and they tour uh, with um uh, Elm Street, that is a uh, great uh, New Zealand or uh, Australian band, I don't remember. And, um, uh, fuck, what, uh, uh, Warbringer. All right. I, I, I remember seeing posters for that show, but uh, at that point, I basically <laughs> stopped listening to Iced Earth. Uh, or at least I didn't have any interest whatsoever to go and see them. And it was because... Uh, I mean, honestly, The Crucible of Man, that album is fucking awful. 
but I, I think I hate dystopia even more. And, and I'm probably the only one who feels that way, by the way, because everyone was like, oh my fucking God, this is the best album ever. And I was like, no. Uh, no. With uh, Icert, uh, I'm like very picky. I listen to songs here and there. And um, in Dystopia, I think uh, Anthem is great song. Yeah, people say that. But uh, that's uh, just for the, this song. I don't know the rest of the album. Honestly. I, I remember listening to it when it came out because I was, I mean, in a way, I was kind of disappointed that, you know, Matt Barlow have le left the band again. But, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, I listened to Dystopia when it came out the first time in 2011. But I was just very unimpressed with it. And I was probably the only one who felt that way because, like, Everyone else that I knew that were into Eyesurf were like, I mean, maybe they didn't think it was the best album ever, but they thought it was very good. Decent. Um, no, very good, actually. It, it had very good reviews and everything. A lot of people liked that album, well, but I, uh, you know, I didn't feel it. <laughs> well, if you trust on the this uh, media, like magazines and uh, radio show, you always go and have... Ah no no uh, no no huge score no no it wasn't it wasn't just media it it was like people I knew that I that that were okay. fans telling me like oh man oh. dystopia is fucking great and the thing is they've they've released two albums since then like the plagues of Babylon and incorruptible and I think both of them sound equally as bad but apparently according to the people I know that like I surf they they say to me like oh man. You know, Dystopia, it was like the last good album and then they've just been putting out shit. And I'm like, they've been putting out shit since like 2008. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and uh, I really like the, the first uh, Something Wicked album, Framing Armageddon, which was the final album with uh, Tim Ripper. Uh, I, I think it's great. I really love that one. I listened to it a fuck ton I, and I still love it to this day but uh, a lot of people say that you know the team ripper era is bad which which i fucking disagree that, with that, that's very unfortunate for uh team ripper like i said uh, he he's very hard-working man and uh playing a lot of bands and whatever and uh, unfortunately he is very underrated uh, vocalist and i think it's it may be the unfortunate history of him being a replacement vocalist because I mean he, re he yeah. replaced uh, Rob Halford in Judas Priest he replaced Matt Barlow in Ice Turf so I mean I mean that's an unfortunate thing I suppose but I think he's always done a good job and I mean and in Ice Earth I think he was like probably I mean just as good as uh, Matt Barlow was <coughs> well one of the first songs that I uh, ever hear from uh, Icert was uh, When the Ego Cries. Oof, that's a great one. That uh, they record that they recorded uh, after 9/11 uh, and uh, man, that's a very solid uh, solid ballad and I really like it. Yeah, and I hate ballads usually, but I think that one is really good. And uh, and uh, <laughs> speaking about, you know, I yeah. I mentioned earlier the interview that uh, that uh, Razorfist did with Tim Ripper 
And apparently, yep. you know, uh, that song uh, when the eagle cries was like very controversial for its time. They for for some reason. Pro- <laughs> I don't know, man. But, Probably. But but it was like uh, Tim Ripley said something uh, that what the fuck do you want us to sing about? We're fucking Americans. We're going to sing about America. <laughs> or something akin to that. Yeah, so, and, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, also uh, the this contribution uh, Baru Schaeffer is very bad because since uh, Chris from <laughs> Metal, uh, Heavy Metal Hangover hated and uh, he's for him uh, basically Isert is like for you uh, running wild and he was like pissed about the album uh, uh, so I don't know I mean are you talking about Glorious Burden or what no 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 I think uh, I'm uh, speaking about the latest that came last year uh, Baru Sheffer it's a, a side project. oh the Christmas album <laughs> I thought it was great I liked it <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, oh, so he had. Uh, I, I understand it. I mean, there's something you know with metalheads and Christmas music that doesn't mix. I think most of the the Christmas haters I know are metalheads. So I think, uh, especially me. Yeah, I mean, you uh, me. especially you. But you're not the only one. I I actually know a guy uh, who I used to play with in a band. He was he was like raised Catholic. But he hated Christmas, like, vehemently. He was like, I fucking hate Christmas, but I go to church every Sunday. <laughs> it's normal to hate them, man. All that fucking songs that uh, you listen to uh, Jingle Bells for a million times in a fucking day. Yeah, it's not the best one, uh, I can agree, but fuck. And and that's just the first example of that game. And all that uh, uh, fake pretending happy people, ah, oh, it's so happy. And after Christmas, I'm in depression mode. I want to kill myself. Fuck off. Don't pretend you like fucking Christmas when you don't. At Christmas time is the only time I feel happy. Nah, not really, but... <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, whatever. Um, do, you have, uh, do you have something on your list? or? I don't have a list. and um, Probably... It's okay. I'm gonna speak about Watson and Jetson. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, it's it's not uh, like album that I hate, but uh, definitely I don't enjoy it. And it's uh, Quattro and uh, Cold. Quattro was like uh, mediocre, and um, Cold. Honestly, I don't even remember. And Fortsum and Jetson is such a good band, man. And especially to see see them uh, see them live, it's amazing experience. And um, that's good because they play mostly from uh, uh, Doomsday for Deceiver and um, No Place for Disgrace <laughs> albums. The, the, the so. only two important albums. No, actually, uh, Demolition Man was uh, very solid as well. That came in 2016, I think. Oh, yeah, well, I, I haven't... I've, I've only listened to uh, Doomsday for the Deceiver, and it's it's a fine record. I'm going to give you that, but... You you know. to uni- check also No Place for Disgrace. 
Yeah, I, it's on there, but I, I think I listened to Doomsday because we talked about it a couple of episodes ago. I don't Do remember the one, but... Even we talked uh, about Doomsday in the last episode since we, we mentioned Metallica and uh, Jason is like on that... Uh, ah, that's the one. On that album. Yeah, I actually checked out Doomsday finally and it, it was okay. It was a decent record. But... Uh, yeah, the the problem is, this is one of those uh, records that it's such a great record, but uh, unfortunately you don't play it so often. It's like, what should I play today? And you're going to your um, vinyl collection or CD collection. Uh, fuck. And uh, ah, what's on a Jetson? I didn't listen to this band for years, and then you play the album, and it's like. Oh my fucking god, that's such a great album. Why I didn't listen more? And after a week, it's the same. You you forget about the album for a, like a year. Yeah, fuck. I, I don't even know what a good album is anymore because I've been spending all the time up until this episode just listening to shit. So I don't know. <laughs> and I must mention this because I this one I listened to two days ago, and it was my fucking god. Uh, Morbid Angel. How familiar are you with Morbid Angel? No, regular uh, fan. Not very, not very, not a huge fan of uh, Angel, but definitely I like them. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're you know they're the old school classic death metal bands, and um, the thing is, uh, they made an album in 2011, I think. I'm gonna check it out, and. Um, it is uh, probably the worst piece of shit I've ever heard in my life. And I'm not kidding. I mean, it's almost as bad as those Bathory records. And this one is called Illud Divinum Insanus. It came out... I think that's the last one with uh, David Vincent. Yeah, but here was the thing, right? David Vincent, he sort of like left the band after Domination in 95. And then they had yeah. uh, like this radio host guy, Steve Tucker. He's apparently famous for some metal radio station, whatever. I, I didn't know about him, but they made a couple of albums with that guy, which people enjoyed. And then he disappeared. And then the band had David Vincent for a while, but they didn't record anything until 2011, <laughs> which they record is fucking Illud. I'm just going to call it Illud. I don't know. I, I fucking hate the title of it. And it's... Uh, uh, what the fuck? I, I was like... I, I don't know wh what to say about it. Because they were they were definitely some Morbid Angel, you know, trademarks there. You know, the death metal from... It sort of reminded me of their old school things. But in a bad way. I mean, they did it... They did... What they tried to do something they did in the early nineties, but way shittier. Oh, and man, and uh, also I mean, uh, some fucking because David Vincent he's like very much into like industrial shit. So they country, country and industrial. There there was not country on this album, but they threw in like some industrial things, which didn't work at all. And I honestly must say that you know. Industrial and death metal, it doesn't mix. It it doesn't. Mm. I mean, it's either or, you know. 
I mean, uh, Berserker is a good band. Who? Berserker. Uh. Berserker, it's... Uh, I like them, or at least what I remember, I like them. I, I didn't listen to them for a long time. Okay. F- Probably uh, f- nowadays. I'm fuck, maybe. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, you know... I'm but uh with uh, morbid angel i think ju- when i uh, when we speak about morbid angel i think about three album that's basically outer of madness blesser the sick and uh, covenant yeah and that's morbid angel for me as well and apparently i mean from from those people i know that are way more into morbid angel than i am it's it's basically the sound they've been keeping with until this illud album because then they were like it sounds like they don't give a fuck. They they're like, okay, we're just gonna shit something out, and then we'll see what people say. Uh, I don't know, man. I uh, so morbid angel once, and uh, also I'm morbid that uh, that is uh, now David Vincent band, and the both of the times I have a great time. Uh, David Vincent sounds uh, like a fucking beast. He done very good job on those uh, gigs, and um, yeah, I really enjoy to see them live. But uh, like I said, I'm not a huge uh, Morbid Angel fan. I don't uh, hate them, but uh, definitely I prefer to listen Vader, for example. Mm. And I know your opinion about Vader, so <laughs> shut up. Well, I don't know. Maybe they are better. I don't. I haven't given them a chance. I suppose. Uh, but but uh, we spoke about one band. Uh, ah, fuck. Uh, outside on our recording. And uh, you mentioned one band from uh, Germany, from Deutschland, from Tiskland. Oi, oi. Uh, which one? There yeah. are a lot of them. <laughs> Blind Guardian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's good that you mentioned it because... Um, I don't know. Uh, did you have something? Uh, I I have something to talk about them. But do you have an album, or? Mm, I don't know. I'm not uh, such a Guardian fan. <laughs> to be honest. Here was the thing that uh, uh, when when I did my list, I went through things that okay, bands I like and albums I remember not liking as much because you know with Blind Guardian it's been a while since I checked out uh, all the albums. I know what I like, but the, the, the things that I don't like, I, I don't know, really, if you understand what I'm getting at. So I need to... I remembered uh, yeah. one album that I thought was shit, but I gave it another listen recently, and it wasn't so bad. And that was A Twist in the Myth from 2006. And... Um, I thought it was I had this idea in my head that it was really bad but when I listened to it it was like uh, it was fine. yeah that's the album that I rem- that's the album that I remember uh, like I don't like it yeah but uh, that was what I remembered too but when I went back to it it was like ugh. I mean it's not like something you would put on <laughs> If you want to hear something good, you know, but uh, I mean, it, it wasn't as well. Bad. Definitely, if you definitely, if I uh, want to listen to Guardian, it's gonna be like uh, 
uh, follow the blind tales from the twilight and uh, somewhere far beyond yeah and that's, that's uh, the three album that i'm going th that's basically what i'm doing as well so but i mean twist and myth it wasn't bad it's not shitty however <laughs> i remember that uh, two years ago they released a little album twilight orchestra Leg legacy of the dark lands and uh, that album is um, I mean, it's not really a Blind Guardian album because I think it's like Blind Guardian presents Twilight Orchestra. So, so mm -hmm. basically it's like Blind Guardian presenting a new thing, which is the Twilight Orchestra doing an album. And basically what Twilight Orchestra is, is um, it's basically like uh, the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra and Hans Secure singing over it. Without uh, the Guardian. No metal band at all. No no heavy metal drums. <laughs> no cool guitar solos. It's just an orchestra and Hansi Kirsch singing. It's, you know, when, when it first came out, I was like, okay, this is cool. They're doing Blind Guardian with an orchestra. That sounds interesting. But then when the album came out, it was just his vocals... And there was like no metal in it at all. Just the, 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 and you know, it was like, what? <laughs> that, that sucks, man. But uh, the, the funny thing is uh, nowadays uh, a lot of bands try to make some orchestral album, like for example, Metallica done. Fuck, why I'm just hearing the mic. So probably it's going to have some some disturbance on the mic um no like uh case done like metallica done like fucking satirical man yeah but but those but both of those bands they at least you know they put some metal inside yeah they they, they put the orchestra over their metal music with with this release they yeah. they <laughs> they didn't do it at all they were just you know like nah we're just gonna <laughs> just gonna uh, it, it's so useless it, it, it's such a wasted opportunity it, yeah because uh see for metallica work uh good for a uh, satirical man i mean who the fuck gonna think one day black metal band gonna release <laughs> an album with uh, the national symphony of uh, norway yeah, I mean... Nobody. No. I mean, I think Blind Guardian is probably the only band that has done this. Because, like you mentioned, like Metallica and Satyricon, or, there are probably tons of bands that has done this, you know, band and an orchestra. Yeah, and even uh, Manwar, 2008, when they played in Bulgaria, they... They play it with uh, symphony orchestra. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, not uh, not symphony. Uh, few, was philharmonic. Uh, 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 philharmonic they play it. orchestra. Yeah, because uh, and they play it and it sounds great. Yeah, I think I mean there's a difference between a symphonic and a philharmonic. I think uh, a philharmonic orchestra has uh, just a vocalist. No, no, a philharmonic orchestra has wind instruments. A symphonic orchestra only no. has strings. No, uh, they was uh, like a uh, vocalist uh, mostly. 
I don't remember what but, this called. But then it is. Oh man. Okay, I I could be wrong. Someone in the comments can can tell us how we're wrong. But yeah. I think the the difference between Philharmonic. If someone, and if, yeah, and if someone are listening to this point, if you are listening, you're a fucking heroes. Yeah, and we, <laughs> we've been going for a fucking while. Absolutely. I think it's time that uh, we need to get the fuck out of here and leave the people to relax from our bullshit. Oh yeah, we've been going on way too longer than expected. No, actually two hours. It's not so long. But honestly, I, I, for me, was surprised that uh, we went so long because I, I came with this uh, idea of the episode and I even didn't think about the albums except the fucking Maiden, man. Yeah, and that t- took up a huge part. So, but but that's just good. I mean, but yeah, uh, maybe we'll. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think we're gonna. I re- mean, man, uh, it, it's almost like uh, to take a cum instead of uh, face cream. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. That's probably it. But yeah, I mean, um, will we revisit this topic? I don't think so. Nah, I, definitely not. Because I want to listen to good music. Listening to Biat. And I definitely, didn't, I definitely didn't have any fucking ideas of bad albums. And if I pop in some bad album, definitely I, I'm uh, probably I'm gonna make a, a watch out review how piece of shit is. But for now, my top ten of Top one of uh, shitty album ever made this uh, fucking Maiden, and like I said, I'm a huge Maiden fan. Yeah, it's not funny, man. It's not funny. Yeah, I know. Piece of shit. That's too bad, man. Well. Well. Uh, all right. As usual, you you can uh, like us, uh, follow us, comment, and whatever. Say a fucking say to your friends uh, or uh, your enemy. If if you hate someone, tell them to to listen our bullshit, and they can suffer as well. So, also you can uh, do, uh, follow us at www.facebook.com/slash uh, mouth brain fart or mouth brain fart podcast. And uh, somewhere down on the description box is uh, where you can throw some money if you want to continue this shit. But even if you don't throw money, we're going to continue to torment you with our crap every week. Or at least we're going to try to be every week. Definitely. So um, that's from me. Do you have something to say? Uh, Not really. I I was going to do like a Metallica thing. I got something to say, but uh, I don't have anything to say. But that's not Metallica officially, it's Misfits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Till the next time. Stay tuned or be doomed. <laughs>